Intermittent fasting has become a mainstream form of dieting and is often touted by its supporters as the holy grail of eating. You've probably had someone in your life who has told you about all the benefits they've experienced since they've started fasting and how you should try it too. Intermittent fasting is simply the act of abstaining from calories for a certain period of time. Now, because capitalism, some people have even jumped on the train of marketing not eating food for a period of time. Certain methods like the 16-8 or 24 models of intermittent fasting set you up with a fasting window of 16 or 20 hours and then an eating window of 8 or 4 hours. There's also methods like the 5-2 where you eat normally for 5 days of the week and then on 2 days of the week you either eat very minimal calories or none at all. There's also an OMAD diet or the one meal a day. Now with intermittent fasting, it's more of a framework than an actual diet. You can follow a variety of eating styles or diets while fasting. I was first introduced to intermittent fasting around 2009 before it became very mainstream. I was out googling some sort of Hollywood workouts and I came across a blog that led me down the rabbit hole. And I remember writing a paper on it in university and my professor thought I was crazy to suggest not eating for a period of time. And so over the past decade, I've experimented with a variety of forms of intermittent fasting. And through trial and error, I found something that I think works for most people. So first, let's talk about a couple of the benefits of intermittent fasting. There are lots of people who point to science that shows that intermittent fasting has lots of physical and mental benefits. And that may or may not be true. I tend to find nutrition science interesting at best, and so I take it all with a grain of salt and a side of skepticism. There seems to be enough evidence to show that while fasting, your body goes and it kills off dead cells and sick cells, which is probably a good thing. And I also think that giving our bodies time to rest and digest is also beneficial for it. Now, intermittent fasting is typically used by people trying to lose weight. And this is effective sometimes because you're shrinking the time that you can eat. And by shrinking the time that you eat, you're likely going to be cutting out some unnecessary snacking. And so let's say you typically eat breakfast at around 7, a snack at 10, lunch at noon, another snack at 3, dinner at 6, and maybe even another snack at 9 before you go to bed. Well, if you shrink your eating window from 10 to 6, which would be the 18-6 method, you're actually cutting out a meal and a snack. And so if that meal was 500 calories and your snack was 200 calories, you've just cut out 700 calories from your day. Now over the week, that's almost 5,000 calories less than you used to eat, which is theoretically one and a half pounds of fat that you could lose simply by shrinking your eating window. And now while this sounds great, and it may be, but there are a few reasons I would recommend that some people stay away from prolonged intermittent fasting. So first of all, and maybe most importantly, intermittent fasting tends to appeal to people who are looking to lose weight. Now because of this, it's likely going to be promoted to people who have some level of dysfunctional eating. If you have a history of eating disorders, intermittent fasting is probably not something that's going to benefit you and will likely drive you deeper into your dysfunctioned eating. You see, here in North America, our society is really driven by the mantra, more is better. And so what tends to happen is that people think that if fasting for 18 hours is good, that 24 must be better. 
And if 24 is good, then 48 must be better. And before you know it, you've become bulimic under the banner of intermittent fasting. And now you're malnourished and in a lot of trouble. And so while there may be a time and a place for extended fasts, you do need to be aware of your personality and your natural bent. If you are an extreme personality, you may find yourself pushing the limits of fasting and going to unhealthy places. Secondly, when you're intermittent fasting, it can be easy to justify eating more food because you haven't eaten all day. And so this means that creating a calorie deficit can be tough if you're not disciplined. For some people, once they start eating, they're going to struggle to stop. They're going to get to their first meal and say, well, I skipped breakfast so I can have this. They'll get to dinner and they'll justify having an extra dessert because they haven't eaten all day. Finally, it can be difficult to get all the good stuff in in such a small window. Many people find getting enough protein tough enough eating three to four times per day. Now you knock that down to two big meals and a snack and most people will struggle to get their daily protein requirements. Now let's say that you wanted to incorporate intermittent fasting into your life. How would you go about doing that? Well, the good news is, is that you already do. You see, every night when you go to sleep, you stop eating. And when you wake up, you start eating. And so most people are probably doing something like an 8-16 fast, where you're fasting for 8 hours and then eating during the other 16. What I would suggest for most people is to see whether you can go to a 12-12 or a 14-10 fasting feeding window. This isn't because these numbers are magical, but it gives your body time to rest. It gives your digestive system some time to rest. It's livable. It's not extreme. You simply stop eating after your dinner and you start eating again when you wake up. If you stop eating around 7, eat your breakfast around 7 or 8 or 9. You don't have to do the same thing every day, but simply by giving yourself a little bit of a window when you're intentionally not going to eat, it does allow your body to finally rest. Intermittent fasting is something that you already do, and prolonged intermittent fasting and intentional intermittent fasting may be a way that you take care of your body, but it may not be. If you find that intermittent fasting leads you to binging and is creating a bad relationship with food, it's not something for you to pursue.